Good morning. Welcome to the Energy Works Radio Show. This is episode 14, Anxiety versus Trust. So anxiety is when we feel worried or concerned about a situation or sometimes just in general. It can be a very strong feeling, sometimes even paralyzing. The body reacts to feelings. It can cause our hearts to race or make a knot in our stomach and making us either not hungry or if we do eat that it doesn't seem to digest very well. For others it can cause shaking, you know, trembling, um, headaches, pain in your back. And I'm sure if any of you spoke to me and if you, you're welcome to, you press um, star 2 to raise your hand. If any of you... Um, could tell me more symptoms, I'd, I'd be happy to hear. Louise Hay talks about anxiety being, and I quote this, not trusting the flow and process of life, end quote. So some people feel this quite mildly and others find it very hard to live with. I often feel that it's a protection to us. It's our inner compass telling us that we need to modify our direction and thinking. I have one client that... Um, He's had quite a lot of anxiety problems and he'll wake up and his heart's racing and he's got a pain in his chest and he feels like he's going to have a heart attack. And so he, uh, he, uh, you know, and there's many people that this happens to, not just him, they'll go to the hospital and they'll have their heart checked and they'll say, no, there's nothing wrong with your heart and, you know, you're fine. So it is a very frightening feeling, a very strong feeling, you know, feeling that you could die. Now, for some people, this is um, from past experiences. For some people, it's um, telling us that we're going the wrong direction in life, that we really need to look at where we're going, what we're doing. Is there part of our life that we really hate? You know, are there things we know we're supposed to do and we're a bit frightened to do them? And I think these often come up with anxiety. So it's like we need to have a little close look what it is that we are anxious about. And sometimes we'll say, oh, you know, everything's all right, my family's safe, it's all good. And sometimes the anxiety is probably higher than it should be and we can talk to our body about it. But I think also we need to look at, you know, where are we going in life and what are we really doing? So I think, you know, and if anyone has any comments, you're welcome to um, put something in the questions box or send a little message in the Facebook Facebook group. We're open to comments and to, you know, help and to listen and to, you know, be involved. I, I really feel that um, I, I think everybody has some form of anxiety and sometimes I'll, I'll call it box ticking where you think, now, have I done this? And I, and I did, did I visit that person? Have I, did I turn the eye off? You know, I left the other one when I went out, and it's like, oh, you go through this mental checklist continually, and um, I think that's a, that's a kind of anxiety too that we're always worrying. And sometimes this, the box ticking is about is everybody happy with me and feeling like you know we've we've done a good job and that we're keeping everybody happy. So we're just I'm just checking in to see how everybody is. And we're doing good. So let's see what we've got to come up with today to help. So a little bit about trust. So trust is about believing that things are happening in the right way in time for you. 
often when we go into a very difficult circumstance um, or a trial, we can feel that we're totally on our own and that no one's hearing us and no one's valuing us. And we we feel that there is no support. But I think there is always support. Sometimes it has to be from God or in your family or if they don't support us, sometimes we have good friends that will support us if we let them. And many times we feel that what we have to say is a burden to other people. But if if you have a true friend, sometimes you're telling your story and they're listening and other times they're telling their story and you're listening. And in an equal good friendship or any relationship, there is give and take. And the more that we can express how we feel to other people, they often can relate to us and, and we actually help them by expressing our feelings. We don't expect a solution from them. We just expect someone to listen. Right. Talk a little bit about the third chakra. Third chakra. The third chakra is called the solar, pe- solar plexus chakra. And you know, trusting your gut, isn't it? And often we don't trust our gut. So anger can weaken this this um, this chakra. And often we feel angry when things aren't going our way. And it may involve that we see ourselves as powerless. And sometimes we believe being stressed shows how important we are. So an essential oil that you could use in this case could be ginger. Ginger kind of strengthens you to deal with life. Um, what comes up here too is it's about comparing ourselves to others. So the affirmation is I no longer compare myself to others. And this is very important because each of us is growing in our own time and way and we have our own genetic predispositions and circumstances. And often we look at people that have it together more than us, so we think, and we think they're ahead of us and that we need to catch up. But realistically, we're doing everything in the right time and way for us. We're going to go into the sixth chakra now. Now, some of the organs that could be involved with the sixth chakra are the sinuses, the ears, the eyes, the outer part of your brain, the pineal gland, which is often to do with sleep, and the pituitary gland, which is often to do with hormones. So often, instead of going, like when we're really living life in our in good flow, we are listening to our inner voice, and we feel that we can trust what we're, how we're being led and trust our intuition. But sometimes our head wants to take over and we want to just keep analysing things and seeing what this means and what that means and not getting on with it and trusting what, what we should do. Yeah, some people spend a lot of time trying to decipher life's meetings. And while it's good to have time, and we should have a little bit of time each day to, to pray and meditate. Sometimes if we think about things in, in a way of trying to control it rather than allowing inspiration to come in and help us to get there, which is trust, of course. So I trust God that all outcomes in my life are for my highest good. I love that one. I think, I think that we can all admit when we look back at the difficult times in our lives that we would never like to go back through that difficult time again. But there are also things that we learnt from that difficult time that we could not learn any other way. Strengths that came through that. Endurance. And other qualities that we developed from those difficult situations that are important for us for the rest of our lives. It's safe for me to see the truth no matter what it is. 
Sometimes that's a bit difficult, isn't it? I easily cut through any illusion to find the truth. All right, now just a few more affirmations to put in here. My gifts are different to others. And that's really important. There are things that we can do that other people can't and they can do other things that we can't and that's okay. That's why we work together and we need cooperation. My teachers want to and are able to present my lessons to me in a way that I easily understand. And we hear that saying, don't we, that often when we're willing to learn, the teacher comes. And so the teachers in our life may not necessarily be officially teachers. They might be friends, they might be children, they might be parents, they might be uh, people we work with, but they are still our teachers nonetheless. I allow myself to be peaceful and balanced even through times of rapid growth and learning. And it, it, it is hard to remain balanced sometimes, you know, trusting that all these difficult things are really what's, what we're supposed to do. I remember at one stage we were having quite a lot of um, difficulty with our children. Um, they were going through various problems and I couldn't see how you know, I couldn't see how this was going to work out and I, you know, I remember praying and being on my knees and getting this very strong impression that everything would be all right. <laughs> but my uh, Italian nature was, how can you say everything will be all right? I, you know, I couldn't see how that could be. But, you know, pass on time and things have definitely improved. Not perfect yet by any means, but I can see that there is improvement and that, that you know, it was okay. And even though I was very anxious and angry, I, I can see that these experiences that happened to me were for my highest good and that there was a lot of um, learning and growth to happen in these things. I'm filled with light. And light, of course, is like, you know, if you go into a dark room, you only need one little candle for there to be light. And any light in our mind helps um, help us to feel that there is a possibility of goodness or things to be right. So it's like we need to open ourselves to life. Um, dark makes us feel negative, depressed, unhappy. And it's our choice what we let in. We open the gate to let in the darkness. So it's like it's important for us to keep our boundaries strong and to keep out the dark and to open ourselves to light and to always let light in. Um, you know, reading good books, reading uplifting poems, scriptures, you know, listening to uplifting music, all these things help us to calm ourselves and to help ourselves to be able to trust. I allow others to see me shine. Sometimes we're a bit um, frightened to really perform our best because we might make other people look less. But they actually are inspired by our shining and makes them want to shine. And just they may not shine in the same area as us. They may shine in a different way. But it is still important. I grow through others shining. So sometimes when we see people shining more than us or doing better than us, instead of feeling anxiety, we can admire the way that they go about using their talent and not feel that we are less by their shining. We can allow ourselves to grow as we want, almost hanging onto their coattails. I'm buoyed by everyone's success and feel inspired to work on my own success. And a lot of these things are, you know, how we think and how we feel. And these things are able to be changed. Often we can feel we're stuck in ruts and it's difficult to change our ways. 
but I think it's important to to write, to express yourself. And if you have no one to speak to, you go and get a piece of paper and you write and you write and you write until there's nothing left to write. And don't look at what you wrote. Just write freely from your heart. And at the end of your writing, then you think about three things that you're grateful for. I focus clearly on what is my highest priority each day. And this is important to, to put things in priority because when we're working on what's most important, we, we can feel confident that we're going to get there. And even though we may have a long list of things to do, as long as we're working on the most important thing, that's all that's important that day. I allow full comprehension of the big picture. All parts of my mind work well together. My mind is in tune with my heart and they work together peacefully. And that's where the anxiety often happens, isn't it? When our heart and mind aren't in tune, where we feel that uh, our, he- our head brings up all these negative thoughts, you know, what if this and what if that? And our heart knows our purpose and is following along. And we need our head to come into line with our heart so that we really can help back ourselves to follow the intuition and the guidance it's given. So we're going into large intestine meridian now, which runs along your arm, goes along your second finger. Sometimes the feelings to do with the large intestine meridian are similar to lung, and it can be about grief or being dogmatic, you know, where we're stuck in a certain way of thinking. So if you ever, if you get a chance, have a look um, on the internet on on a book to see where that meridian runs and in you know sometimes we get a pain along those parts we can see the meridian actually ends in the corner of your nose on the opposite side and you know sinus can be involved with these things and so if you think about the bowel too often we can um, have problems with um, our bowel emptying because of the feelings that we're holding on to. And this idea of wanting to control every little thing can extend to your body too. So it's like we are unable to let go of what's garbage. I remember being in a lesson one time and a lady presenting this beautiful silver platter and she had a linen napkin on top and our mouths were all watering, wondering what was under this beautiful linen napkin and on this tray and she pulled it off and it was a big pile of rubbish and she explained, she said well this was when someone said my child had diabetes because I fed them too much lollies and you know, this is when you know, I, I, you know someone told me that I wasn't a good mother and she explained different experiences in her life and then she said you know what this is, this is all rubbish and I need to throw it away and often we hang on to things that have happened in the past. We're angry with someone that's hurt us or abused us or has done the wrong thing by us and we want to hang on to that because we feel if we let go, we're letting them off the hook. But really our hanging on to this rubbish does nothing to the other person. doesn't let them off the hook at all. If anything, it does damage to us and they are still affecting us by us hanging on to the feelings. So sometimes we need to pray and meditate on these feelings. Sometimes we actually have to analyze, okay, yes, what did you lose? What did you gain? Sometimes we, we lost it in things, particularly if we've been molested or abused in any way. We can lose confidence or trust or innocence or other things. But if you look at who you gained those same 
feelings from, uh, who, you know, helps you to feel that you are wonderful, who helps you to feel that you are still a young, innocent person and is beautiful. Because anyone that's been molested or had, you know, an experience where they're, you know, their innocence is taken away, really they're still that innocent person. They in no way contributed to what happened. And that was stolen from them, that really they are just as innocent as they were before that incident happened. And so forgiveness is very powerful here. And if we have trouble to do it, it's like we have to pray and ask for help to do that so that we are able to release those feelings. And people have to earn trust, it's true. But we also have to trust God that the experiences that happened, even though they were very difficult and horrible, have helped us to grow in ways that we couldn't have done otherwise. Okay, we're going to the liver meridian now. Now the liver meridian starts on your on your big toe on the inside and it runs up the inside of your leg around your around your groin and up in around up towards the liver. You can get pain along this meridian. You know, some people will get um pain in their big toes or pain in their knees. Any of these places, if you look at the meridian, you can see you can get pain. So jealousy could be a feeling that you could have. And we can be intensely jealous of someone that has the life that we want. And, you know, we feel angry that they have the thing, the very thing that we want. Careworn is another emotion that comes up here. Frustration. Okay, so these organs, of course, can, are, um, are, are ones that will be um, affected by these feelings that we're talking about. So each movement has a, bit, a time that it's most active and the opposite time when it will be lowest. So often we can work out, oh, well, that's why I'm waking up at that time or, you know, that's why I want to have a nap in the afternoon or, you know, that's why um, I, I can't get to sleep. So often there's things that will happen at certain times that actually relate to the meridians. My mind allows clarity at all at all times. And often we can get very jumbly and confused. And writing things down can help. Just taking a moment to be still can help. And we also have another affirmation here. Even under immense pressure, my mind remains strong. I'm going to go into stomach meridian. And I think stomach meridian is often very much related to anxiety. And it's a very long meridian. It starts under the, the center of your eye and down the front of your neck, down your chest, past your breast, past your ovaries, and all down the front of your leg, down to your second toe, the, closer to the third toe. So anxiety is often part of the picture with stomach meridian. Most people realize they are anxious and you know this is where we talked about the box ticking it's very important to understand that that's what's happening and particularly for these people they need to write a list the night before of what's important for them what they're going to do so that they can go to sleep at night knowing that these things are covered so being nervous goes with this stomach reading too being grounded can be part of this as well. So when we're grounded, we are comfortable, we're secure, we're believing life's working for us. There's an oil called Melissa that's very um, soothing that can help, or lavender would do the same. 
right. There's a few more affirmations to do with our thinking. I trust that my future is safe. And sometimes when things are pretty dicey, it is hard to trust that your future is safe. There's a little bit of generational stuff on this one. Dad's, dad's dad, and his dad. We have discussed, tucked in there. Um, this can lead to also the first chakra, which is our base. When we talk about being grounded, that's definitely part of it. So this chakra deals with security, safety, survival, you know, belonging to your tribe or your family. And it's located at the base of our spine. Um, they tear of an oil called balance, and I'm sure our, many other companies will have their own version. But they, these are oils to help us be grounded and peaceful. I'm worthy of acceptance. My survival is certain. I'm connected to my body. I release my fears, I replace them with faith, I remain grounded at all times, my sense of what is right keeps me on my correct path, I no longer need to hang on to weight, that's a bit clearer now for the first chakra, the metric system. Now, we talk about boundaries a lot, but the opposite of boundaries is openness, and it's like there's got to be a balance between boundaries and openness. And often we we find it hard to be open. Um, we don't feel that we're able to be open. We feel like if we're open and we express ourselves that we will be rejected. And this can be past experiences. And for, for someone this is true, or maybe more than one person. Like someone's birth. And if you think about it, you can either be birthed in, in peace and tranquility or you can be birthed in fear. And some people Births are very um, tricky and can be um, make it hard for the baby to feel that life is safe and comfortable. So it, it's important for us to try and, you know, that not all, it's not going to be possible to control all situations. But when, when we are preparing to birth a child, I think it's important that we try and have some time each day where we are peaceful. And it's okay because the baby will experience all of our emotions and they need to understand that there is there are times of anxiety and there are times of peace and that that all feelings can be resolved. There's also a great amount of trust involved involved in the birthing process too. And if we take this a little bit more, you know, extend it laterally a bit, uh, sometimes when we have this great project that we need to do in life, often people have this wonderful gift that, that they've been given and they're a bit scared to unwrap that gift and see what's inside. And um, we are given these gifts just as we are given um, problems too to overcome because that's part of our growth. So the, the gifts that we have inside, we are given it to not just leave it wrapped up, but we're given it to unwrap it and to use it for the benefit of those around us. And we're put with certain people too and people are put, put with us or we meet certain people at certain times in our lives to help us with our gifts. And there can be anxiety if we don't use our gift. It's like we know that we need to do it. It is scary because it's an unknown path, but it's important for us to to follow that path and just take one step at a time. We can hold someone's hand, we can you know, pray, we can meditate, we can fast, we can do all these things to help us to get on purpose. But we, are, we need to follow this purpose that we have. Also comes up with... Um, 
page 17 and 24, 30, 35, 40, 44. And these, these ages may be for one person and maybe for lots of people. And we're going into heart movements. And some of the negative emotions associated with the heart movement are longing and craving. So peppermint oil can be used to, um, you know, uplift us and invigorate us. Also can give us a little break from our problems. And not that we should rely on that all the time, but it can do that. We know our heart has its own intelligence too. And so when we follow our heart, and we can say our gut instinct, but it's similar, when we follow our heart, we really are on purpose. And even though it may be scary, we must trust that God gave us these gifts and talents and that we're supposed to use them and he will help us in the unfolding of these talents and how to use them. And I'm sure for many people that we're supposed to actually make a living from these talents. Sometimes we just help other people, sometimes it's to help us as well. Alright, so, that's what here now. So anyone else got any questions, you can put a question on the Facebook, Facebook group, which I'll just check on. So, well, that's it for today. So, um, thank you for being here with me. Just a couple of little, um, announcements. Um, the, the seminar in the Gold Coast has now changed venues. It will be at the Chevron Renaissance. And you'll need to contact me for more details about that. Um, I will, um, email those who are involved. And the Sydney, the Sydney seminar, which is the 27th to the 29th of November, will be at the Mature at Sydney Airport. And um, for those who are listening today or who will listen later, you're always welcome to share the radio show um, recordings. I'm happy for, the, for it to help whoever needs to be helped. And I'm happy for you to send me a message on the Facebook group or email um, Tanya at A1Health com.au and I'm happy to talk to you or help you know help give you a little bit of encouragement on what you need. Um, there will be programs coming up. I'm um, considering offering the mentoring program, and if you're interested in that, please let me know, and we'll try and get a group together in which we can do some regular coaching for the group. And I wish you well in your life. Trust yourself. Let the anxiety guide you, not overtake you, don't let it run your life. But it's letting you know when you're going in the wrong direction. So don't be angry with it, just listen. And continually have a list so that you're working on that and work work towards that list and trust that you're getting in there in the right time and space for you. So have a great day and enjoy whatever you're going to do today. <laughs> 